Health News Network. COVID, Delta, Omicron. There aren't enough letters in the Greek alphabet to keep everyone scared forever. So how do you fight the fear? With facts. And where do you find these facts? TNN, the Truth News Network, and Dan Newman. Well, guess what? I'm here, (laughs) and I'm froggy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TNN Live. I apologize so much for missing the show yesterday. And as you can tell by listening right now, there was a reason or two why we didn't have a show yesterday. I didn't have anybody I could call in and say, hey, can you sit in and do the show? And if you think I sound bad right now, you should have heard me yesterday. OMG, it was horrible. Well, I'm going to wait a couple of minutes. I've got some very important things I need to discuss with you. And I want to wait till we get more people in here. Um, There's a lot going on in the world around us. I don't need to tell you that. That's why most of you, if not all of you, are here on a daily basis. That's why we have millions of people that look in and read our articles that we publish at truthnewsnet.org. And that's why I spend so much stinking time digging digging and digging to find information, more truth. I've got a lot of questions, a lot of unanswered questions in a lot of different areas. And there's a real downside to this, folks. And 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 I mean that not because I'm trying to ramp up anybody about anything or get anybody feeling sorry for me because I'm not. There's a lot more going on in everything, every one of the big issues, every single one of them. I mean, everyone. None is, well, I don't want to say none is more important than any other because that's probably not true, but different things impact different people in different ways. But there are layer upon layer upon layer of different things that are all being coordinated from somewhere, some source, and they all point towards stuff that's not really good. The purpose in it all, that's still up for grabs. But every day it seems like we're able to unpeel a few of the layers of hiddenness, you know, trying to keep us from seeing and learning things. That kind of is scary, but it's kind of a good thing because none of us want to live in a world where we can't, even if we want to and dig and are willing to pay the prices to get these facts, we don't want to live in a world where we can't get them. There are too many pieces in world history where that whole mindset controlled populations countries, continents, and in the entire world, for that matter, throughout world history. We don't want to go back down that there. So more and more people are logging in. Let me just say this. You hear my voice today. I'm not going to make the long trip. <laughs> James Posey, my longtime friend, reached out to me, and um, he gave me some words of encouragement, hoping that I would get well. No, it's not COVID-19. I had another great great partner with uh, TNN Live that uh, sent me a text a while ago saying, man, I had those same symptoms when I had COVID-19. No, mine is a lung thing, and I've had it for decades, and it rears its ugly head about once every two years, and I just go through a battery of uh, antibiotics, the serious stuff, and getting breathing treatments or whatever. My lungs don't contain any of the cilia that most people's lungs do. Those are the little hairs that sweep bacteria and viruses out of our lungs when they invade our lungs. 
Um, I got a bad case of pneumonia in Mexico back in 1990, and it killed all the cilia permanently in my lungs. So that's why I have this thing that happens. And I'm just giving you that by way of explanation to let you know. I don't always sound like this. And I got to be honest with you, it sounds a lot worse than it is. It comes with low-grade fever and congestion, yada, yada, yada. But anyway, that's what's going on here. But there are three or four very important things that I need to clue everybody in on before we terminate this show today. And by the way, let me just tell you, my looking ahead, my intentions are to be in full speed ahead mode for next week. Um, we'll be back in the saddle for sure on Monday. So stick close. We've got people out in California that have logged in. We're, we're actually, as we're sitting here, we're talking to folks in New Zealand, uh, in Sydney, Australia, and Canberra. That's the capital city of Australia. That's kind of interesting. Zurich, Switzerland, um, Ireland. We got a big pocket up in Canada, right around Ottawa. Go figure. Why would those folks be uh, listening to us today? It's not like they have anything going on there. All you folks up there, let me just say this. Our prayers and support are behind those Canadian truck drivers. They're protesting, and they're not protesting because they're Trump supporters or anti-vaxxers. In fact, a huge majority of the commercial truckers in Canada are vaccinated. 80% is the number that I hear. What's being protested is being protested around the world. In France, uh, in uh, Belgium, in the Netherlands, in Germany, countries all around the world, citizens of the world are raising their heads and saying, this is not right. We've got to push back. So a handful of things that I want to broach this morning. And the first one is Ukraine. Now, have you heard yet? Have you heard this president say, have you heard Secretary of State Antony Blinken say, have you heard National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan say, have you heard the Secretary of Defense Lord Austin say once, maybe twice, that Russia is about to invade Ukraine and it's imminent? It's imminent. Did you hear what I just said? I'm parroting them. It's imminent. It's imminent. And just if you joined us right now, it's imminent. Why do you think they keep telling us that over and over and over and over again? Why are they telling us that when this is what we're getting out of Ukraine? Now, there are some folks over in Ukraine that are a little bit concerned about it, and they should be, but folks... It's not, at least in their part, it's not that so imminent. In fact, Ukrainian Defense Minister Reznikov said that we estimate the probability of a large-scale escalation is low, despite opposite intelligence assessments coming from, guess where? Our White House and our Pentagon. In Ukraine... Government forces and pro-Russian rebels reported increased shelling for a second straight day, according to Reuters. But folks, the shelling is coming from these separatists, this these rebels in Ukraine, and it's there year-round. It has been there year-round 
since Russia invaded and took the Crimea region of Ukraine back. And, oh, by the way, who's in the White House when that happened? Barack Obama and Joe Biden. So the Ukrainian defense minister, Reznikov, it's not imminent, he said. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, yesterday, quote, Russia continues building up their military presence along Ukraine's borders, including in Crimea, in Belarus, and in the Black Sea, and that, in many ways, this brings Russian troops right up to NATO's doorstep. And then there's NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, when asked by Greg Palcott of Fox News yesterday about the capability of Russia to launch an attack on Ukraine, he said they have enough troops and resources ready to begin a full-fledged invasion of Ukraine with very little or no warning time. What's this all about, folks? Something's being hidden. More people logging in now. If you just joined us, I'm here for as long as I possibly can. My voice is, uh, it sounds really gruff and abrasive. (laughs) And it is gruff and abrasive on my uh, throat and vocal cords. And we're going to tough this out for at least 30, 40 minutes. I got the boss telling me don't stay in here very long in the studio. All that being said, these are some things that you need to know about. I told you the other day that over the weekend I had a two-hour conversation, actually a Zoom, with one of the wealthiest people on planet Earth. Won't give you his name. If I did, some of you would know it. If I, if I did, some of you wouldn't know it. But um, he's brilliant. He is a, um, a worldwide political expert. He has experience in a lot of different areas, and because he has always been an international resident of Earth, he came from an Asian country, but uh, he's moved around. He has a lot of understanding about the geopolitical structure of a lot of different countries on the planet. And he's a great Christian man. And he believes much of what we are seeing, all of the disarray in the United States and in Europe and in Asia, Everywhere around the world, he believes it is biblically tied. And we won't get into the lengthy details of those ties, but let me just say this. I, I for many years, have felt like we're on track. A lot of what we're living, if not all of what we're living, is coordinated, and it has a, fur, a purpose and a plan. And um, I'm not a gloom and doomer, not in any way. But I believe many of the circumstances, the geopolitical circumstances that we live through, and we just basically write it off because of what the news people and our government leaders tell us, there's always, almost always, if not always, there's more to it than we're being told. This Ukrainian-Russian thing, it came up in the conversation. And he volunteered information, and he has a lot of inside access to both Russia and Ukraine and NATO, people in NATO, several other very important countries in the UK. And he just matter-of-factly told me this, Joe Biden is the focus of all of this that's going on. And I, I asked him, I said, 
what do you mean, Joe Biden? And he said, people here in the United States don't understand the importance of Ukraine to Russia. And I said, no, I don't. Tell me what. Most of the food that is purchased and consumed by all the citizens of Russia comes from Ukraine. And when he said that, I started thinking it through. That would make sense. And so I asked him, well, because he mentioned Joe Biden is trying to intervene in that process. And I asked him why. And he said, it all goes back to the food. That is kind of the seed of this thing. It's not the only part of it, but it is a big part of it because people got to eat. And if you look at Russia, if you go to the map and look at Russia and see where its boundaries are, there aren't a lot of agricultural type countries that border with Russia. Russia doesn't have a lot of agriculture. I didn't realize that. But nevertheless, a lot of this is built around food. And so I I asked him, I said, in your opinion, what is this thing about Biden feeling like and acting like and talking like we've got to protect Ukraine from Russia or whatever is going to happen. And he said, well, there are a couple of different plans in this. There's one that Russia has. And then there's one that Joe Biden has. Biden wants to make sure that Russia does not get control of Ukraine for a lot of different reasons. Many people feel like it's because if that ever does happen, there's a whole lot of light that's going to shine on things that have happened in Ukraine and maybe either some other nations over in that way of the world that would implicate Joe Biden and a bunch of other political heavyweights in the United States. That's number one. Number two, Vladimir Putin is scared to death that Joe Biden would get and force Ukraine to enter NATO. And why would that be a big deal? Because if they enter NATO, Russia will never have the chance. Vladimir Putin would like to keep tensions low. And at one point, he wants to make peace with NATO in the future. There is no future for Russia to stand alone militarily and economically. It can't do it. It doesn't exist on an island over there. And there's another piece playing into this. And this other piece is probably the most important. We have watched, you and I, we've talked about it together over the last year, affiliations between Russia and China, Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping have gotten really, really positive, spending a lot of time together, getting involved with each other. You see where this is going? There are so many moving parts to things in the world, geopolitically, militarily, 
that you and I will never know about. But what we need to do is we need to watch and listen to the warning signs. Like I just gave you this. I mean, who in the country of Ukraine, even more so than Volodymyr Zelensky, who's the president, the secretary general of Ukraine, defense minister, defense minister Reznikov, quote, we estimate the probability of a large-scale escalation of Russia and a military invasion into Ukraine as low. Whenever something, and let me give you an example. I did, right before we went on the air, I did a uh, internet, internet search. What do Ukrainian government people say about an impending Russian invasion? And I'm not going to go through all of them, but I'm, I'm just looking at the menu. This is from top to bottom. First one out, New York Times. Ukraine fighting may open door to Russian invasion. Next, U.S. soldiers in Ukraine pulling out amid warnings. Western officials dispute Russian claim of pullback from Ukrainian border. Biden says Russian invasion of Ukraine remains distinctly imminent. How do Russians feel about a war with Ukraine? Russia-Ukraine crisis. Biden says U.S. ready to give protection to Ukraine. How a Russian invasion of Ukraine could affect Americans. Russia's impending invasion of Ukraine and what this means. Ukraine-Russia crisis. Biden-Putin to speak as White House prepares for war. Those are the internet headlines. You remember the search that I did? What do Ukrainian government officials say about an impending Russian invasion? And then I just told you, I quoted, (laughs) I quoted Defense Minister Reznikov We estimate the probability of a large-scale escalation as low. There's a buildup of creating a perception to justify something. What I'm saying, folks, is Russia is not as big a villain as our news media and this White House are painting. Don't get me wrong. I am not. I am not a Vladimir Putin apologist at all in any way. I think he's an evil man. I think he has personally overseen the deaths of thousands of innocent people through his career, especially when he was head of that big division of the KGB in the old Soviet Union. I think he would like to go back to that. But folks, Russia is not doing well economically. It hasn't for a long time. It spends far too much money trying to perpetuate this big bad bear. You know, that whole Russian thing about the bear from the north and all of that. Rather than just trying to get along with everybody. And Vladimir Putin seems to be a very insecure guy to me. He puts out that, I'm a rough, tough guy for everybody to look at and see. And he's mostly bluffed all the time about everything. He's kind of like the schoolyard bully. Okay, that's number one. I'm gonna, I don't have all of the answers of that. But NATO and Joe Biden pushing so hard to get NATO 
to accept Ukraine. And if that ever happens, folks, the United States still is the biggest check writer for the NATO. And now that Germany has pretty much bowed and bent over to give Vladimir Putin anything and everything they want, other members of NATO are petrified because Germany was the big player in NATO besides the United States. And just over to the east, I say just over to the east, thousands of miles to the east, is Xi Jinping, President Anne of Communist China, and he's the head of the Communist Party, and he probably, without question, is the most powerful leader of any nation on planet Earth. You may argue with me on that. I'm not going to argue with you today for obvious reasons. But Vladimir Putin's scared to death. He feels like he's on an island. And he has opened the door for China. Now that conversation is the first big section I wanted to talk to. If you just joined us, I sound horrible. I apologize. I would not even be here. But going into this weekend, these things I'm bringing to you now... I felt it was incumbent upon me to put it out there for your consideration, for you to pray about, for you to do some research on your own. I'm not saying Russia's not going to invade Ukraine, but folks, if that was the imminent plan of Vladimir Putin, why the heck do you think he wouldn't have just gone ahead and done it? That's what he did with Crimea. He threatened and blustered a little bit then, but when he got ready to go, he just he just went. And nobody could do anything. Nobody tried to do anything. He wants to embarrass our president. And I think this is the military tacticianist, Vladimir Putin. Compared to Joe Biden, he's a brain surgeon on pretty much every level. Joe Biden is a feckless commander-in-chief. He's made in his career already, even before he ever became president, he made some of the worst foreign policy decisions in American history, worst of anybody else in leadership. Bob Gates, former CIA director, former Secretary of Defense, who's been a friend of Joe Biden for 45 years, he said, there's not a single foreign policy decision or recommendation Joe Biden has ever made that was ever right. So who does Joe Biden turn to? You and I both know. I'm not scared to say it. Anything to do with foreign policy, he knows he's bad at figuring it out. And he turns to his mentor or someone in his mentor's camp. That would be Barack Obama. Barack Obama is a worldist. He always has been. He does not, never has, never will, like there being one or two or three or four or five or a hundred individual powerful nations on the planet. He never has like that. And he's always, you remember what he did right after he was elected and inaugurated president? He made an apology tour. He went all over the world speaking to the people, meeting with these leaders, and he apologized for the top-down egregious United States of America and the way we looked at and treated everybody. Let me take a sip of this. Hold on. Got to lube the vocal cords every now and then. Hey, 
So Xi Jinping, Communist China, I don't have any facts that I can say absolutely, but I will. I would bet my bottom dollar. And if I ever get a chance, I'll say it to somebody that I think would have the answer and confront them to try to force them into telling me I'm right or wrong. China did create, if not in total, in part, in cooperation with people like Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fauci's the one that set up the Wuhan Institute of Virology and funded it without other people in the government knowing what he was doing or why he was going to do it. I believe long time before I met this man over the weekend. And folks, this man that I met, I'll just tell you this, he's from Singapore. Right now, today, he's worth $23 billion. $23 billion. Does that put him up there with Elon Musk or Bill Gates? No, it doesn't. But when you get when you get to a billion, folks, anything beyond that is incomprehensible to most of us. I mean, we could spend an hour here talking about what a billion of anything really means. But this man is humble. He's very intelligent. He's very educated. As I told you, he's a Christian. He's an eschatologist, which means he studies the scriptures. And his specialty is the book of Revelation. That may scare some people. It doesn't me. Uh, I can't tell you how many times in my life I've read the book of Revelation from front to back, and I've listened to and read the analysis of numerous Bible scholars about the various sections in it and what it means, but it is a roadmap of sorts, and it's full of warning signs. And one of the things that we pointed out, you've all heard of Mark of the Beast, the number 666 and all of that information. The Mark of the Beast means in the end time, Whoever the Antichrist is is going to set up a system where the Antichrist and his minions control everything, all kinds of economic issues. Nobody can buy or sell without having that mark to authorize them to do it. And there is a, there's a part in Revelation that talks about the, for, the forecasting or the prophetic or the beginning of six different things. And, it, and it, the, this beginning is marked by trumpet players, trumpet sounding. And when that first trumpet thing occurs, most of the Bible scholars on earth believe that is showing the mark of the beast is here. And so a lot of Christians are looking for that to happen and know that that's the first part of the end of this, however it's going to end and what it's going to look like. And I'm just giving you a little historical background on the thought process that goes into it. This eschatologist, this billionaire, Marianne's bringing me hot tea. She's listening <laughs> and she wants me off the air, I promise you. She's she's concerned about my my throat. Anyway, I've had fever off and on. I'm, I'm, I'm good there. I sound a whole lot worse than I am. But those of you that are praying for me, please, thank you and keep it up. Um, this eschatologist says, Nan, no, Dan, that, that first trumpet sound, it's already happened, and we're in it right now. And I said, what is it? Worldwide mass confusion. 
Now just sit back for a moment and think that through. Do you ever remember a time in your life, I don't care what your age is, where there has not been in every section of your life personally, the lives of every American, the lives of every human being on the planet, ever being existing in the chaos and confusion that we're living in today. And look back how quickly it happened and when it started. It started during the 2016 election process. He believes we're at that point now. Okay, back to China. He told me, and he made me promise, I would tell every one of you, he knows all about our show. He's listened. He, he no longer lives in Singapore. He left Singapore years ago. I, and I made him promise I wouldn't tell you where he lives. But he doesn't live in the United States. He could live anywhere on the planet, and like Elon Musk, he could probably live in a spaceship somewhere. Um, he made me promise that I would tell you this. He advised, and I can't tell you how demonstrably he advised me to do this. He said, everybody that you talk to, everybody that you that's listening to you, you now know this fact and you need to tell them and don't tell them it's true. Give them the information. And he said, I've listened to your show and I know you tell people, here's something. You go for yourself, verify it. If you're a Christian, pray about it. Get confirmation. But he said, I encourage you to get every member of your family, every person in your circle of influence, in fine ways over the next 8 to 12 months to get their personal autoimmune systems beefed up. And he said, not messing around with it either. And so what? this was on a Zoom call. And I looked at him. And of course I asked why big crocodile tears. He said, China is ready and it's just a matter of time. Everything is in place. He said, if you think COVID-19 was bad, they have weaponized and are going to unleash Ebola on the world and the only way there's no there's no 100% cure treatment for Ebola and so I'm looking we have 80,000 people looking in right now or listening in I encourage every one of you to immediately investigate Ebola it's been around for a while there are a couple of versions there's one that there's absolutely no cure. The one that we saw, the horrible things that happened. I mean, literally people walking down streets and they fall to the ground and blood is pouring out of every, you know, their eyes, their nose, their ears, their skin. It originally was named hemorrhagic fever. And what it does, it stops the clotting process in our bodies and blood just goes everywhere. It destroys our white cell 
ability to produce defense mechanisms naturally. And he said, if you don't get anything across to anybody, tell them that. So I have. Would you do this? (laughs) You're going to think this is funny. Would you let me take a break so I can breathe just for a second and get my throat lathered back up? I'll be right back. Lowe's knows you're a craftsman guy. You have a lot of tools. Tools for everything you've done around the house. But there's the moment you realize your new project means new tools. When tool guys need new tools, they start with Lowe's. The new home of Craftsman. What is Coca-Cola? Is it an excuse to get together? Since 1886, Coca-Cola has been passing on smiles from generation to generation. We've been giving kids scholarships. Like the early birds and the all-nighters. And you get to enjoy what matters most. Coca-Cola. Drink up. No doubt you've heard about this subliminal seduction nonsense. You know, commercials that are supposed to have hidden messages in them. Well, Baron's Saloon denies any use of this so-called mind control. After all, Baron's is seductive enough as it is. Get in your car and come right now. What with a 16-page dinner menu crammed with delectable items... You're starting to salivate. 30 dinner items under $5... Keep out, say big box. ...and a happy hour that lasts from 4 till 8 p.m. Obviously, Barron's has that rare combination of good food. Take out your wallet. Good fun. Give us your money. And good prices. Give us your cash. So let's put this subliminal seduction nonsense to rest. Nobody can do your thinking for you. Come to Barron's. You either want to come to Barron's. You do, you do. Or you don't. But boy, oh boy, you do, you do. Barron's. Airport and South Academy. song is kind of appropriate. Remember this song, The Zombies and Green-Eyed Lady? (laughs) Hey folks, um, you need to back away a little bit and start looking at the specifics that happen in everything that we're being inundated through our news media. Everything is about everything. Everything is about everything. And when I say that, I'm saying none of this is just popping up over here and popping up over there. I'm not a conspirator. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not one of those people that walks around screaming the sky is falling. That's not what I'm about. What I'm about is being objective and just examining and getting familiar with everything. So when it's time to make some decisions, we do just that. You know, it was interesting um, an hour or so before we went on the air this morning, I just happened to look over. We didn't do a show yesterday. 
Um, I got this mess. We took the show on the road Monday and Tuesday. We were in Nashville, and uh, the weather was turning from warm to really cold, and it did while I was there, and I was out in it, and I got this mess, and that's why I'm uh, I'm sounding like this, and I'm feeling like this. I don't feel bad, but my point is everything is involved interactively with everything else. And so when you watch these things happening, do you think it's just accidental that John Durham put that big filing, court filing out, did it on late Friday afternoon last week that further implicates everybody in the Hillary Clinton campaign all the way down in that mess that happened back in the intelligence surveillance that was done illegally from top to bottom. Everything that happened in the Mueller investigation, everything that was investigated, everybody involved in that is up to their eyeballs. Don't think for a second that what's going on now is self-defense mode. They cannot let the truth get out to the American people on this. Folks, We've heard, I've heard my entire life. I was I was around, I was 19 years old when uh, the Watergate debacle happened and Richard Nixon was pretty much forced to resign. That is like stealing a lollipop compared to what Durham has uncovered and what he is uncovering. Don't think for a second that there will not be people that flip, that there will not be people that will be killed that will, in Clinton terminology, they'll be suicided because this is going to be, and it will be confirmed on numerous levels by numerous people. Whether or not it's ever legitimized by the legacy mainstream media is immaterial. It doesn't matter. It's like you noticed after the, uh, the November 3rd, 2020 election and we begin to watch as all of this irregularity in the vote counting process just ramped up and ramped up and ramped up. We all thought, myself included, uh, we all thought, hey, this we're finding out there's a bunch of mess going on. And it's going to flip. It's going to flip. Not only did it not flip, do you know how they, they being everybody on the left, that control Mainstream media, you know you know who owns mainstream media. I mean, some of the biggest corporations on planet Earth that are all in the tank for far left. They love the control and the power that they have been able to garner over the last decade. They don't want anybody messing with their deal. That's not a news flash. That's very obvious. And so they had no choice so that the people that they had spent all of these billions of dollars to put in power, were left alone. They shut it down. Do you know that I have, and we've rolled some of it out, I have 13 different court cases that included massive volumes of evidence. That election was definitely stolen. And if I have it, do you think Fox News doesn't have it? Do you think CNN doesn't have it? ABC, NBS, uh, NBC, CBS, the New York Times, the Washington Post, they all have it. Nobody dares report on it. Why is that? They don't want to get suicided. 
And I'm just saying that as an illustration. And yet, here in the last month, very quietly, different courts around the nation have come back, especially in the battleground states. And there have been court cases that have been decided. This was illegal. That was illegal. Voting irregularity, you can't do that. Don't ever do it again. Of course, those cases don't talk about specific fraud that happened, but it happened everywhere. But what did they shut it down with politically? The big lie. The big lie. They named it the big lie. And even powerful Republicans won't talk about it. Why do you think that is? They've been threatened. I'm going to say something, and it will get back to my good friend, Mike Johnson. I promise you. He, for, for those of you that have been here for a while, he was a regular on this show. I can't get him to come on the show. I've not been able to for the last 30 days. And let me, I talked to him and let me tell you what I want to talk to him about. The unconstitutionality that is happening, that's being pushed out by our president every day and why there's been no pushback. Why hasn't anybody in the Republican Party taken action? You do understand that every illegal immigrant that comes across the border under this president, oh, by the way, under Barack Obama, by the way, under Donald Trump, under George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, every one of those is violating multiple federal laws. And every federal official that has authority to hold those breaking federal laws by not prosecuting them under the law, they are violating federal laws themselves. Why has nobody ever been held accountable? Don't think it's just because, oh, the process is too lengthy or whatever. No, 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 no. Joe Biden, by not doing it, it's an impeachable offense according to the Constitution. Do you think that any one of those articles of impeachment that we lived through in 2020 and in the early part of 2021, do you think a single one of those would have ever seen the light of day if our federal authorities' impeachment starts in the House of Representatives, only place it can And if they come forward with articles of impeachment on any president or any federal authority, then it goes to the Senate. The Senate determines if they're going to take up any of the charges and actually have a a trial. Do you think any of that stuff that came up would have ever come up if the rule of law was being enforced by those presidents that I just mentioned? It's a big group of people that have different agendas. But at the end of the day, the agendas seem to come together. You know what I'm talking about. And then the last thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to discuss with you for a moment. Mike Stevens just tried to call me. Mike, I'm sorry. I can't take telephone calls this morning. Um... The World Health Organization this morning put out a warning 
Now, this is probably the most feckless, evil agency of the United Nations, which Bill Gates is the biggest funder of. Always has been. They warned today that the coronavirus global pandemic is not over yet and will not be over until the WHO says it's so, cautioning too many countries are moving too quickly in lifting public health and social restrictions. Now, why did you bring this up, Dan? In the context of what I told you about the country of China preparing to release an Ebola virus for a worldwide pandemic far worse than coronavirus. The political arm that is set to and was created for being a global point of authority for everything to do with medical manners for the globe, the entire globe. This is another preparation thing, folks. Not trying to scare you. I want you to go. I want you to go to ground. Go to ground and start digging and finding more facts. Every Saturday, we do our bullet point offering where we go back and we grab the some of, not all of, because there, there are dozens of really important stories that hit our news media every week, many of which we don't even we don't even really hear about or talk about unless the talking heads are. I'm sitting here today thinking about what we're going to do in that regard over the weekend. It may be that I just come back tomorrow morning and do a TNF Live for Saturday. Uh, let me just suggest this for you. Be looking and watching. And for those of you that listen in live, come back here at 9 o'clock Central Time tomorrow morning. We may be back together. And I won't do it if I can't sound better than I am today because this has got to be painful for you to listen to. Once again, I apologize. But just, we're going to wrap this up now. Just leave here today listening to the things that I shared with you. And there are far many more layers involved in everything of it. I wish I had the time and the fortitude so we could dig into it. And folks, never think that I'm a guy that thinks that I know it all, because I don't. I'm a student. I always have been, always will. I'm out there digging, trying to find facts. Sometimes this may surprise you. Sometimes I get tricked. But it doesn't happen often. And I can't think of a a single time in TNN history where I got tricked and put something out there and came away ultimately with mud on my face. Because what we do when I give you information here and we print things, if it's just supposition when you see or hear it, that's disclosed in what we publish. But there are so many things, the things that I've talked to you about this morning, none of it yet can I give you absolute positive hard verification for every part of it. I can't do it. But it's important enough you you have a right to know. And it shouldn't be coming from this uh, bald-headed guy that lives in North Louisiana. It should be coming from people that really are in the know. To that end, there are a bunch of really good people. I mean, I'm talking about the greatest minds in medicine 
that are being totally shut down. Let me give you one example and we're gone. I get stuff sent to me all the time. I got an amazing uh, email the other day and I'm looking for it real quick. I, I can't find it. I'll just give you the synopsis of it. It was proof from 81 different worldwide physicians. There were YouTube videos, 81 different ones, verifying all the things about everything coronavirus-related, vaccines, adverse reactions, the purposes, the fallout, everything. 81, when I got that, I said, I'm, I'm going to spend it the whole day and night digging into that. By the time I got to that, every one of the 81 links had been pulled down. Not just 75. <laughs> All 81 had been pulled down. Folks, that's the world we live in. That's the world in which we're going to be fine, whatever happens. But I'm encouraging you, dig, dig, get facts. And I will tell you one thing. Get on the job and find ways to get your autoimmune systems built up. And don't do it just because of what I passed along to you. Do it because it's a good thing anyway. (laughs) All of us need to go there, right? Until we get together again, know this, I love you. And I'm excited about what's ahead because God's at the end of all of this. He's at the beginning and he's at the end and we're all going to be okay. Not because we're smart, not because we know everything, but we know where to go to find help. And that's what we're doing here together. You have a great weekend. Check back tomorrow morning at nine at TNN Live. Hopefully see you then. Thank you for joining us this morning. Join us Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 Central, for Dan Newman, TNN Live. The Truth News Network. Or online all the time at truthnewsnet.org.